In Titus 2, older women are commanded to teach what is good so they can help younger women love their husbands and children. On today's show, you'll hear from older women who will share timeless, relevant biblical wisdom and personal, profound life experiences to help answer your questions and teach what God says is good so you can be the wife and mother you were created to be. Welcome to another episode of Older Women Likewise. Good evening. What a pleasure to have everyone with us. And we are really thrilled to have our good friend, Janicia Jeffries, with us this evening. Uh, Janicia and her husband, Sean, worked and worshiped with the church here and in Leesburg, Florida, where we continue to work and worship uh, some years ago. And now you're out in Phoenix, Arizona, right, Janicia? That is correct. Yes, I am. Jill and her husband also worked with the church, worked and worshiped with the church here, and they've moved up to North Carolina. Uh, So we've, you know, just three friends that have some distance apart, but it's a thrill to get to be back together again this evening. We are pre-recording tonight, uh, this afternoon, actually, for uh, this evening's uh, program, and um, we are so excited to hear another lesson from Janisha, or as we always call her, Gigi. Do you still go by Gigi? I do, yep. <laughs> well, tell us about our program this evening. Yes, so first of all, I just want to thank you all, um, you, Isla, and Jill, for being here. It is so great to see both of you again, and it's hard not to chat with you about other things and to stay focused, but I will. Um, I also wanted to thank you for the OWL program. It's just such a blessing. And um, it just in preparing for this, it just made me realize what a blessing it is to have older women that gather. And I know that I'm not by far a younger woman anymore, but I do still look up to you all to get advice. And it's just a blessing to be here to be able to serve in this way. So thank you for all that you do. Um, And then um, I just, as I was looking back at some of the things that you all have talked about already this year, the joy of prayer and the joy of trusting God, and then um, most recently the goals and the joy in um, learning and personal growth, all of those things, I I just couldn't help but think about how that kind of gives hand in hand and how we should be joyful over um, our praise to God for all of these things. So... um, that I want to talk about is why would we even want to discuss this? Why do we want to talk about praising God? Why is that important? And as I was studying, the first thing that came to my mind was how how sad it is in our world today. Definitely, there's so many things to be joyful about. But as I look around, I see that um, there's so many people who struggle with sadness and just, you know, anxiety and depression and I know that there are medical ways to take care of that. And that is something that I'm all for. I'm all for getting the help that you need, seeing a doctor, counseling, all of those different things. I am for that. And I I hope that people will do whatever they need to do. And I was just hoping that in some way that I could be helpful in saying that I think this joy and praising God will be 
something else that could help with that that problem that we see today of anxiety. And we all we all go there. We all get stressed. And I couldn't help but think of what can help us better to stay in a place of happiness, a place of peace, a place of just joy than praising God. And um, as we move on, I, I hope that when people leave this study, that they'll they'll leave with a, a, a greater inspiration, a greater uh, mindset to give God the praise that he deserves in hopes that that will keep us focused and keep us out of entering the dark pits of worry. So um, the first thing that I wanted to do is define the word. So after, after looking into that and thinking about the definition of praise, I, several things came up as I was doing some word searches on that. And the idea was exalting God, glorifying him, magnifying him, um, considering him excellent and letting him know that he's excellent through the form of thanksgiving, worship, and then ultimately by placing that, that value and the greatest worth that can be given on God. So um, I just wanted to talk about what does it mean to praise God? How, how do I define that? What, what did I see when I looked that up? And those were definitely the main things. And what stood out to me that I think that I'm aware of, but I don't say it enough, is God's value, how valuable he is, how he is the most valuable, how he is so worthy. And so that leads me right into how can I give God that praise? How can I think about how he's so worthy? How can I praise him for who he is and how worthy he is? And there are several things that popped in my mind. And the first thing that popped in my mind was through song. So this past... Um, this past Wednesday night, we did have a, a song night at our congregation. And one of the songs that we sang was Jesus is all the world to me. So I just wanted to take a moment to go to a few scriptures, a very few scriptures. Um, I wanted to read some of the verses of this song. And then um, I wanted to open it up to hear from my great friends, Jill and Isla on how you praise God, a different perspective than I'm giving that can maybe meet other people um, and reach you where you're at other than just hearing me. So um, I'll go ahead and read some of the lyrics to that song. And it starts as Jesus is all the world to me, my life, my joy, my all. He is my strength from day to day. Without him, I would fall. When I am sad, to him I go. No other one can cheer me so. And then it goes on to say, when we're sad, he makes us glad. He's our friend. And then another verse that just really stood out to me um, was how Jesus is all the world to us. We want no better friend. We trust him now. We'll trust him when life's fleeting days shall end. And then it says, beautiful life with such a friend, beautiful life that has no end, eternal life, eternal joy. He's my friend. And so when I think about that song and singing that song and how song is just a way that we, we give God the praise that he deserves. It can keep us out of that pit of despair and it can give us um, the glory, give God the glory that he deserves. So that's just another way that we can use to praise God. And then um, I think about praying. So I'll just kind of put the two together, but in the sense of praying and the Psalms, like I just, Sometimes I just go and I take a psalm and I make it my own and I pray. And that just helps me praise God. I think about Psalm 8. Um, I won't read it right now, but it just talks about the majesties of God and, and the things that he's made and how he even considers us. So I just, I love to read that when 
when we're on vacation and we may be seeing something that we don't get to see often or here in the valley and, and during a beautiful sunset, I love to just turn to Psalm 8 or I almost have it memorized now or just quote some of the verses. That's one of the ways that I praise God. And then um, the other thing that I wanted to turn to quickly was um, Romans 12, verse 1. Um, that says, and I will go there now, Romans 12 and verse number one, it reads, therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And so in that way, just every action that I perform, everything that I do, I'm giving God the glory with my life. In obedience, I'm praising him through my life. So um, that stands out to me. And then lastly, before I open the floor up to you all, was First Samuel. I, I can't help but think of Hannah and how she wanted a, a son. And she was in great despair. She was worried over that. And I will reference um, just First Samuel chapter 1, verse 11. It reads, she made a vow, and it's talking in, in after verse 10. I should probably start with that. She was greatly distressed, and she prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. She made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me, and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and a razor shall never come on his head. So she said that prayer, and then she didn't forget to praise the Lord in his answer to that prayer. So if we could turn to 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 2, that just stands out to me as well. Or we'll start with verse 1. It says, then Hannah prayed and said, my heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth speaks boldly against my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. There is no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there's no one besides you, nor is there any rock like our God. So that was just some verses that I wanted to go to that just points out how we do place that value on God and praising God. A big part of that is reminding ourselves of who he is and what he has done and how he's here for us. So um, those are just some things that, that I was thinking of. And of course, we can talk back and forth now, but I would love to hear from you, Isla, and you, Jill, on... What are some ways that that you praise God in your life and like who do you praise God with? And, and maybe you have some certain places that are just a place that you just feel comfortable praising God and that just feels more natural to you. I know one of the things that I just daily praise God for, I think, is when I get up in the morning and, and the, when the sun rises and I open up the shutters and our view looks out toward well, that we call it a lake, but it's really a pond, and uh, and it's just <laughs> so beautiful and it's just so peaceful, and I just praise God so much for His creation, and I try to think of of something different so that uh, it, God doesn't mind what we praise Him for. I understand that, but it's mm -hmm. almost like for my benefit, I think of something different to praise God for. Um, yeah. and uh, to really focus on one part of his creation. And, it, you know, when you really begin to look at like praising God for the trees, how 
he designed them and how they all work together, you know, with our whole world. And, you know, it's just, it's just, I try to think of that uh, when I have, you know, in the morning, when I get up and look out onto our beautiful view. And um, I mean, that's a, a time, a special time for me. How about you, Jill? Mm-hmm. Uh, so many thoughts running through my brain, but um, yeah. Gigi, one of the things I thought about that that you mentioned was singing. That was that was on top of my list, I think. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned who do we praise God with, and it's so easy when you're with your Christian fellow Christians, your friends, your congregation, people that you know yeah. love the Lord. Mm-hmm. So easy to find things to say to praise him, but it can be awkward in public sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, that may be when it counts the most. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, but uh, I think we're leery of it because we see people who are insincere and mentioning the Lord at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, we don't, I don't, I don't want to be taken out of context in the things I say about God. I don't want this lead people into but Mm -hmm. you know Isla like you said when you see the things he's done you just can't help but praise him right right and think how intricately things interweave it doesn't matter if it's agricultural or financial or political even you can see God's hand in in everything and and he want uh, you know he wants to be acknowledged for that yes and yeah. and I think I don't know I'm gonna not disagree but kind of disagree when you say he doesn't care what you praise him about because <laughs> that. but but he does care when we don't give him credit mm-hmm. for the things that he's done right and and so um, I think that's something I try to be careful about. Um, not overly praising a person, a thing, an organization, you know, but, mm-hmm. but no, you know, God is behind all of that. And, and if people who are doing what he wants them to do, of course, then those things are going to go well. And, mm-hmm. and, but he's the one who's worthy of the praise. Yes. Yeah. And I love what both of you are saying like that. Just, it just really, I like what you said, Isla, in the sense that, some time and maybe point out one or two things like just not just thank you for your creation but to kind of like there's so many things to look around and see just in your backyard like you said you open your blinds and you praise God for the things that you see and I think that sometimes we may feel like well I need to go to a place that I've never been before I can really praise God but I like how you pointed out the things you look around and see you can praise God for those things and so that just that really stood out to me. And it kind of, this is what I was hoping to do. I'm, I hope it doesn't look rude, but I'm looking down and I'm writing down some of the things you're saying, because I'm like, I don't want to forget that. I love that I should single out like the trees and just really go into detail because sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like I don't pray long enough. Like I, I don't fellowship with God long enough because mm-hmm. I run out of, what do I say? But if I just singled out mm-hmm. each little thing, it, it makes me think of the song, Count Your Many Blessings. Well, what if we stopped and counted all the, the ways that we can praise God and, and the, in the sense of his creation? It could be endless. So I really like that. And then, um, Jill, like you said, that it's it can be awkward to praise God. And 
in front of, you know, people who it may not be as natural to or, and even awkward. And so that kind of made me think about that. It's easy for me to do that with my children. Hey, look, look at the sunset, look at the mountains, or, hey, I don't want you to forget this moment. Look at what God made. He made this. You know, that's easy to do with our children, with our Christian family, but it can be a little more awkward when you are in the workplace. And so um, I'm just pushing myself. I'm thinking, well, how can I do that? And one of the things that popped in my mind was maybe I need to make it more natural to give God the glory for if I'm having a hard day and I, and I got through that without acting in a way that was, you know, snappy or something. And and how did I remain professional and, and didn't do anything that was unethical or, you know, uh, and that that's a way to, to, to glorify God. You know, mm-hmm. God is, God is my focus point. He is the one that I give the glory to. I don't want to disappoint him. So I really, I really like that. So Another question I have for you all is like, what, what is another way like that you just, just thinking of the people. And I, I, I think all of us, we enter a place of, of sadness at times. It could be the loss of a loved one, you know, the, the grief we feel from that, the spiritual loss of a loved one, you know, a, a family member or someone in the church that maybe leaves the Lord. What are, what are some ways that you find even in those moments to, to still give the glory to God it makes me think of Job and how he always found a way to, to, to dig himself out of that despair and try to keep going. So what are some, what is some advice you would give or some ways that you found in, in your walk of life? And you, you both have experienced more of those things than I have. How are some ways that you have found that you can still praise God in those moments? You know, I've dealt with that with a family member leaving the faith mm-hmm. and, and it's difficult. And once you've confronted them and that, you know, they understand. Yeah. And, you know, the ball's in their court. Right. But, but I think the thing that praises God in that is I have to say, I love that person, mm-hmm. but I will serve the Lord. You know, Joshua, as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. Uh, you know, Jer- Jeremiah, here am I, send me. Mm-hmm. Um we can't take it personally that that event has happened right because they haven't rejected us they've rejected god mm-hmm. yeah well then god they, told people told samuel when the people were not going to follow god and wanted a king you know they're not rejecting you they substituted a king for god they were not giving god the glory mm-hmm Yes. Another important thing and important way to praise God in that is that we know he's always ready to accept his child back or Mm -hmm. to accept a new child, you know, into his family and that we can praise God for the plan of redemption that even though this person has rejected that plan at this time, still God is there. We can praise him for being ready. He never turns his back on the person who is wanting, who's seeking him. Uh, And and that's something we can praise God for that. um, And we can praise him that there are so many people that are concerned about this one, whether it's Mm -hmm. somebody in our blood family or somebody in the family of God. And, And we can praise him again that he set up the church 
whereby we are concerned for one another. And, and so um, he's just made so many things, you know, in the world to make it for that person. If they are truth seekers, if they're looking to find what's true, what's right, it's there for them. Uh, and, right. you know, even as we're praying for them to return, for God to put somebody in their way, you know, somebody who speaks or says something, we can still praise God that there are so many who are in their way, as it were, you know, to be able to, to speak to them. So, yeah, it's really yeah. hard when that happens, uh, whether it's uh, a family member or, a, mm -hmm. like I said, a, one of the earthly family or, or the godly family, but um, mm -hmm. we, you know, it's not, it's, that's not our part to bring them back to the Lord in the sense of our total responsibility. It's there. It's our part to present the truth to them, but it's their part yeah. to obey the truth. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is so encouraging. You know, you, from time to time, you, you meet people and they, they struggle with that and you don't know, and I struggle with that, but I've, I've never had like, you know, anyone that's super, super close to me leave the, because my children are still small. And so mm -hmm. you, you just wonder, what do I say and how do I help? And the things that you all mentioned is that how to praise God for his plan that like you said, Isla, you can praise him that, Hey, he, his arms are open when they're ready. I don't think I think about that part of it enough that God is willing and ready to accept them back whenever that moment may happen. So that that's something that's just new for me to to hear and and that really helps me in that um that you can still love that person as you said Jill but it doesn't interfere with with our love for God. We still love God no matter what. We can love them, we can love God, but it's not going to take away from our service to God. So and I think that's that's a way that we can be an example to them and and help them come back. So that is such good advice. And I, I really, I took some more notes and I'm so encouraged by that. What about in the, in the realm of grief? You know, I, I, I started it out in my intro with, um, with, you know, into that sadness and how praising God can help us dig ourselves out. And that, that's something that I'm almost 40, but I've, I haven't experienced the loss of my parents. I've experienced the loss of, um, family members and my spiritual family members, but, you know, never, never a spouse or a child or my parents. And if life goes on, either I'm going to go first or one of them will. And so I, I always like to seek advice on how do I prepare for that? How do you continue to praise God in those moments? And how should anyone who's listening, who's struggling with that, how should they still find a way to praise God and to dig themselves out of that pit of grief? Mm -hmm. for me I praise God that uh, when a loved one has died excuse me you remember Janicia how easy I am to cry so um, that is fine it's my heart um, I can praise God that he had a plan for that person whether mm -hmm. they embraced the plan and whether they were saved or not God gave them the opportunity. Yes. And so, you know, God did all that he could do for that person. Mm -hmm. um, and yes. I can praise him for that. I often think about that person 
who, if, if I know, if I suspect, if I think none of us know whether anybody else is saved or not, we know Abraham was because we got that story about Lazarus in his bosom. <laughs> so, you know, there's a few of them I think we can be sure about. But um, I know that wherever that person is, if they are not saved, if what they did on this earth, they were not saved, well, they are, if they could speak to me, they'd say, God made a plan. Do what God tells you to do. Don't be here. You know, don't come yeah. here with me. And if they yeah. are saved, then they're telling me, God made a plan. Do what God says. Yeah. And this, you know, this is what you need to do. But, yes. you know, I can still, I can praise God even in grief because he's still given me an opportunity to serve. Mm -hmm. You know, I still, mm -hmm. I'm still alive. I'm still able to influence others. And maybe that's what, you know, that person's life or in death, maybe that was a way that I can be encouraged to do more of what's right. Um, but I, I think overall, we can just praise God. For yeah. me, it's for the plan because so such a wonderful plan that he has given us so that we can be with him mm -hmm. oh, that's wonderful okay so i think of you know how does god look at this and he gave he, he's shown us how he thinks about this because remember how jesus felt when his friend lazarus passed mm -hmm. yes and he wept for him he wept for the people who were weeping for him for his mm -hmm. family and friends, he, he can uh, commiserate with us mm -hmm. in these things and still love us and, and still know what the overall plan is. Jesus knew he was going to raise Lazarus up from the dead, but still he was, yeah. he was brought to tears by that. He was brought to tears for his people. You know, grief isn't always just having someone die that you know. We grieve over many different things. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes when I watch the news, I find myself going through some kind of grief. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. And, 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 uh, and then I try to think, okay, God loves mankind. He made us to be with mm -hmm. him. That is just an amazing thought. And we see death as just the end. Even mm -hmm. if we know better intellectually, we, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, our mm -hmm. opportunities are over, I guess, to change anything. But, um, but God has, He knows it all, He sees it all, He has control of it all, mm -hmm. and that can help me with my grief. Yes, mm -hmm. oh, y'all, that those are such deep, great, like you are blessing my life more than I. I got up this morning and I was like, okay. And I, I just, I was excited because I knew I would get to learn from you all. And you are just helping me so much with that. You know, when I think about um, what you said, Isla, pointing back to the plan, the plan, the plan, and how whether our loved ones or whoever passed, whether they took God up on that plan or not, it was there. So that just, that just really, it really just stood out to me. And it made me think about like, your hearts. It makes me miss you both so much. Like I, I, I gained so much wisdom. You know, we, John Michael was our first and I still have the book with your signature. I was reading it the other day because when you get child number two, you got to reference that wisdom again, you know? So 
I have my little green book that everybody signed at my baby shower and it's being used for faith too. And so I, I, I just appreciate your wisdom, but pointing back to the plan and knowing that they had that opportunity, that gives me such comfort. And then Jill, how you mentioned that Jesus wept, you know, that I think it's been said that that's the smallest verse in the Bible. And I believe it is, if I remember correctly, but I, I don't, the power in that, like he wept, whether they were saved or lost, he, he knew in Lazarus's case, he knew the case with that. And he knows every time and he, he, he feels what we feel. And so that just brings me such comfort to think about that and how he does care and he's with me. And I, I hope that anyone that's listening, that's dealing with grief in that way, that you'll remember that Jesus knows what it feels like and he cares. So um, those things just really stand out to me and, and it just helps me so much. And Isla, you are the timekeeper. I don't know how much longer we have. We're, we're doing I'm, good. Yeah, Ten, at least perfect. you know, four minutes, keep going. Perfect, perfect. I, I, I didn't look at the time to keep up with that. But again, it, it does, it just brings me such joy to, to think about how we have, we have Jesus here with us and how we should praise God for that. And I, I thought about it, you know, I thought, should I ask this? Because I, I, I didn't mention this ahead of time or anything, but the grief question, it just popped on me. And I'm like, I should ask, like, what, what do you do? And you both, I can tell you've lived life and you answered it so well. And that you're just such strong Christian women that, that know how to deal with that. So is there anything else that maybe that I forgot that maybe, uh, maybe a story that you have that you want to share that maybe I didn't bring up or something else that you wanted to touch on in the realm of praising God, just while we have a few more minutes left, I don't want to ask any more of my questions. I would love to hear from anything that's just boiling over in you that you want to share? Well, you know, one of the things that I think of in praising God that mm -hmm. I can do is to write a song or a poem yes. and mm -hmm. share that with others. Um, it, used, it used to be way back in the way back. The only way you could share a poem was to write it down and hand it on a piece of paper to somebody, you know, yeah. and to, mm -hmm. to brighten their life. Um, to encourage them, you know, you had to have, now you can go on line, you can make a blog or a vlog, you can, right. you know, there's so many ways that you can share a praise of God. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and you can, uh, you can praise God individually, you can praise him publicly and help others to praise him. I, I wanted to say one other thing about specific praise of God. And one mm -hmm. of the reasons I've come to that was from, uh, you all know, and remember I was a school principal. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, one of the main things I always felt that I did was evaluating the teacher. We had to do so many evaluations in a year. Well, it's not mm -hmm. much of, a, of an evaluation to say, good job. Because you think, what did I do right. good? What was good mm -hmm. about that? What was, what can I, you know, well, God, of course, can't improve. And we're not evaluating God. I don't know right. that. But when we praise specifically, that benefits us because we're more observant. And it benefits mm -hmm. the one who receives that praise. Again, God doesn't need our praise. And so, uh, you know, that's. It doesn't exactly follow all together, but God knows if I praise him specifically, he knows that I'm really paying attention. I'm really observant. Jill? Mm -hmm. 
I, I'm, I'm going to maybe put a little different vocabulary in there. He doesn't need our approval. Yes. But he desires our praise. Exactly. Good, good point. Very good point. That's right. But that was one that, that I, you know, I, I just, for the longest, it would be, thank you, God. Thank you. You've done, this is wonderful. And then I thought, you know, mm -hmm. specific, what is it? And I uh, yeah. have the, um, uh, the a privilege of in our local Bible study that we hear here in our community that I talk about, uh, we have a, a message board as far as who needs prayers, you know, for healing and such. And, mm -hmm. um, and I have the privilege of leading that opening prayer each time. And I try each time to make some, think of some specific thing to praise God for and to be mm -hmm. thankful for in that prayer I love um, that. because it really, it helps me to focus. And I think it helps everybody there yeah. to, to really focus on praising God. But, you know, we, we write a song, we write a poem and we think, well, it's not that good. It's not that good. Hey, <laughs> God appreciates it. And you don't know who you're blessing by presenting that. Uh, and, yes. you know, you just, you don't know who's looking at that and sees that word, those words, and it's right. just really encouraged. So don't hesitate to share your praise of God with others, not for the, not to benefit yourself to say, look at me, I'm praising, you know, not that, but right. to help them to also praise God. Now I'll shut up and let Jill talk. I love that. I love all of that. Yes. Yeah. And and I'm thinking, you know, Gigi was talking about when she's talking with her children about things that what an important time mm -hmm. to find those little specific things and point out, you know, what God has done, what God is willing to do and mm -hmm. why things are so great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, and it's it should be our it's our duty to do that. But it's also should be a joy for us to share that thinking with our children. Right. right. Absolutely. Yes. And what a joy I, it is to worship and praise God together with our oh. Christian family. Mm -hmm. right in that. Yes. And that is. You know, I, I, I love the the um the way you all are just making this so spiritual. You know, like just I know that praising God is a spiritual thing, but just really put in the focus on him. And I'm, I've, I've been encouraged how it, it never turned to us like, oh, and we should praise God for how we did it. You know, you, you both have kept it all the focal point on praising God. And I, I just really appreciate that. And it just made me think, one of you said something um, about, I think it was, was you, Isla, um, you spoke of how you, in your, um, in the prayer list that you all have, like you always try to put something spiritual in there. And that's one of the things that Sean and I, we were talking about that the other day and how Paul, most of his prayers were spiritual. Like you, you didn't really hear like a long sick list from him. Like, okay, I have this thorn. Will you pray about it? You know? Like yeah. we didn't, we didn't really hear a long spirit. Like, a, will you pray for this? But, and he was like, he was, in prison and had all of these horrible things happening to him. And I think that's how he could be so joyful because his prayers were so spiritual. And so um, I was looking at this scripture the other day. We, we actually, um, at our congregation, we did a study on, um, 
on, we're doing a study in Colossians, and I, I think that Lauren has been on. I'll have to find that one again. But, um, and she wrote the book on Colossians. So we're studying that in our, in our ladies' Bible study right now. And mm -hmm. so um, Lauren was pointing out how Colossians is all about, you know, putting that focus on Jesus. And so one of the things that I, I pointed out and that I added in was how I had never thought about it, but in Matthew 6, 33, when Jesus says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. I just think that in praising God, we do need to think about putting him first, Bible study, praying about, as I started, like the sadness of others and the depression they may be going through. And so that they can dig out of that pit of despair so they can give God the glory that, 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 that they once gave him and that they were able to fill up to giving him and just, just praying for those people in the spiritual state that they're in and just the things that we see and how God, you know, he's going to, he's going to take care of the rest of it. In verse 34, he says, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. So I think that when we do focus on praising him more, we may have those physical illnesses. And, and of course we do want to pray about those things. We do want to keep those in the focal point because we can't give God the glory that we really want to if we're spirit or physically ill. But just if we focus more on the spiritual aspect and on praising him, I think that he'll take care of the rest. I, I just I really feel that he will. Everything will be OK. Still pray about those things. But I think that we should take into consideration and, and really live out the things that you all have said today and how we praise God. So very yes. good story. So I I don't have anything else like but if you all had some closing remarks I I think that I hit everything that I wanted to hit um you know talking about how we should praise God and you know I had in here like when do we praise God and where do we praise God and I think the simple answer is anywhere with our children among the lost um mm -hmm. by ourselves I think we need that quiet time alone with God to where we can really praise him just making sure every aspect of our life, we're giving God the glory and the praise that he deserves. Absolutely. Well said. <laughs> Very good lesson. Thank you so much for presenting this, Gigi. We have enjoyed seeing you and really participating with you, with you in this lesson has been wonderful. Um, we, you. you know, we all feel like in some little tiny measure, we helped you, you know, as y'all <laughs> were there with the congregation and, um, and it's just a pleasure to, to continue to work with you in, in this way. So thank you so much for being on the program and thank you again, Aww. Jill, for being on the program too. It's <laughs> really a joy. So. I love, it wasn't a tiny way. It was a great uh, way. Every well, time the wind well, blows, we still have our gift that you all got. Yeah. So I, I, yes. So, well, good. Yes. Well, good. It's a great way. We, well, we think about you and uh, Sean, and and uh, we knew um, Sean Michael better than we know Faith. But uh, <laughs> right. you know, she's been. Y'all have come, and we've gotten to meet her, and uh, just a joy, just a joy to. Yeah, I always think of when uh, the apostle. I think it was John, wasn't he? Wrote it was a joy to see his children in the faith. You know, and and so mm -hmm. I just. That, yes. I think of that you know, with y'all as well. So thank you again for being with us. Um, next week, uh, we will have, thank you. We will have Colleen Osteen uh, with us, with Cindy and with me, to talk about the joy of wisdom. 
Uh, and in June, we're going to be talking about wisdom and what joy it can bring to us. In the meantime, be sure that you continue to watch uh, Older Women Likewise every Thursday evening at 8 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, we appreciate all of our viewers so much. But uh, as well, watch Answering Religious Error on Tuesdays at noon Eastern time. Uh, continue to watch the Bible Q&A on Wednesdays at noon. And then anytime, uh, Monday through Friday, you can listen to the Daily Answer podcast. Uh, it drops, as they say, at 5 a.m. for early risers. But <laughs> I don't usually listen at 5 a.m. But, uh, we, you know, we uh, appreciate uh, Mark's Dunnigan's work there. And, and um, we just encourage everybody to take advantage not only of his podcast, but there are so many other wonderful podcasts uh, and video lessons that are available. It's just amazing uh, the work for the Lord that's being done uh, and that's available for us for our study. So we encourage you to continue studying the Bible, uh, continue praising God. Thank you, ladies, so much for being with us this evening, and uh, we shall say good night.